Why you think I'm allergic to dairy? Because you don't drink milk. Okay, well, let me I, ask you this. Let me ask you this. I also don't eat cantaloupe. That mean I'm allergic to cantaloupe. That's true. But I think like dairy and like gluten and like stuff like that who have those allergies. If your body doesn't take it in all the time and then it takes it in, then you're like, oh, I have a dairy allergy. Okay. Or oh, I have a gluten allergy. Like I don't know if gluten is half like I actually have a gluten allergy or it's half kind of like. I'd rather not eat the bread. Like, trying to be I, now I have the gluten allergy because I thought about it and, like, I stopped eating gluten and then now, like, your body adjusted to it. Yeah. Because I feel like a gluten allergy runs in a group. Does that Like a sense? vegan group of people? No, like, like same, I feel like... Same crowd. Like, a friend would be gluten mm-hmm. and then probably, like, their closest friends are probably going to become gluten or people in their family. I could be wrong, but that's how I see it. Yeah, I get that. Now, let me ask you this. Okay. What would be your final meal? Ooh. Would so would you put those items in like dairy that kind of make you burp and stuff because it doesn't matter? <laughs> I guess there's not just, much dignity on the way out. Yeah, if I know it's a last meal, this is death penalty you're, too. You're, you're gonna poop yourself anyways. <laughs> All right, final meal. Okay, if I'm being legit, final meal. Give me some chicken and some steak fajitas. That's it. Yeah, yeah, but with everything, like give me like a pound of guacamole, a whole giant bowl of queso. I was say, are you dunking it in queso? Oh, I'm dunking. Yeah, like and every bite. It's going to be like eight Dos Equis with limes and salts and some like strawberry and lime margaritas. Okay. I, I'm not going to be 100% there <laughs> when I sit on the death penalty chair. <laughs> That's smart. That is smart. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is. Are you going to like throw any like donuts in there maybe? Like, I'm not the a big end? sweets, man. You know, cheesecake. I'll do me some chocolate cheesecake. Throw some cheesecake in there. Yeah, chocolate end. cheesecake. Like That's that. about so, it. Chicken and steak fajitas with cheesecake and queso and some just and it fits together and margarita what's your death row last meal sounds like a good meal yeah. um i think i think what it's going to be for the for the main meal i think i would do an olive garden i mean i okay. love fettuccine chicken alfredo representing me from with, back with, then when i worked there with breadsticks and then like a whole like bowl of uh alfredo sauce i can just dip it in oh yeah and I want it ready. Like, I want the breadsticks. As I'm done with that second breadsticks, my meal needs to be there because I'm going to start filling up too fast and I'm not be able to enjoy it. And then as soon as I finish, don't give me, like, a full dinner portion of chicken alfredo because it's too much. Give a, me, a lunch portion. Give me, like, no, a little more. Give me, like, 60%. Give me, like, three quarter. <laughs> because at the end, I want some warm, crispy cream donuts. Ooh. And I want to bite into, like, I want to bite into it. And then, like, finish that one, and then, like, say like, my final words, and then let's call it. I don't feel like that's a good pick. I, you've always liked Krispy Kreme. I think Krispy Kreme is a bottom-of-the-barrel donut. Okay, Krispy Kreme, you either hate it or you love it. I grew up on them. I hate like it. And that doesn't Krispy make Kreme sense, donut. because we grew up, we lived a neighborhood apart, and we were, like, two miles but, yeah, from okay. a local donut shop that is renowned for miles. People line up for, like, 20 minutes to get the fresh donuts. And you prefer Krispy Kreme. No, I'm not. I mean, yeah. If you had to put Krispy Kreme and Max's right next to each other, are you picking the Max's? No, I'm probably gonna grab a Krispy Kreme. Oh my! Cody doesn't let me curse. <laughs> but if Krispy Kreme wasn't there, and you had all billions of donut shops around the world, and you had Max's, I'm gonna grab Max's. That's respectable. This is the Our Advice Your Problems podcast. I'm Hunter. That's Cody. 
You've got some problems. We've got advice. Maybe. I have some advice for you today. But before we get into that, make sure you stay till the last question of the day, which is, my partner's high-conflict ex is asking about our baby and using their child to spy in our household. Ooh, that's some be a good, good one. stuff there. Yeah. So what do you got for us? What's your... Do you have advice or you need advice? Uh, I'm giving out advice, but it's advice that I personally need to listen to a bit. Okay. So when you take out your girl, right? I don't know if all the men out there have the same problem I do, but my girl, Cass, she always tries to pay, even though I really want to pay. I would say that was a problem. It's, well, it's not it's a pretty... problem. It's actually nice. I'm, I'm a passenger princess. <laughs> <laughs> she's my sugar mom. <laughs> she, she's my sugar mom. <laughs> She gives me that money. <laughs> <laughs> but Cass, she always tries to pay, right? So, like, we'll go to a restaurant, and, like, if there's if it's, like, a Chili's or Olive Garden where they have the pay thing on the table, mm-hmm. she'll grab it and, like, take it away where I can't even get to it. Mm-hmm. Or today we went to this restaurant called Lazy Dogs, and the waitress, like, I asked her for the check. And usually when I do that, since I asked, she'll give it to me and then I'll pay. But she had one of those electronic scanners and she was standing towards Cass's side of the table. So Cass still got to pay, even though I basically shoved my card in her face. Wait, can I intervene real quick? Yeah, go the ahead. The person with the scanner, did they stand there as you wrote the tip in there or did she leave it with you? Can we ask the audience? Ask She's the audience. sitting right here. Um, they were standing there when I put the tip in there. Okay, did, okay. It, did it like cause any pressure to tip higher we'll ask or, the audience. You, or you're like a naturally a higher tipper i mean she was also really nice so i just tipped her higher but i didn't feel pressure too okay okay and i'm, I'm cool with which that is situation. fine if she was a good server but if she wasn't and you're just trying to do like like i'm always 20 percent. 20 is a minimum like bad i've i've been less than 20 because i've spilled a drink on me but other than that i'm doing 20 to 30 Hunter, you should be the last person to tip less because they spilled the drink. On. Two on the same girl on the same day in a white dress going to homecoming, <laughs> if, if and they any, were sweet tea. If anything, that was like the world trying to like even things out, right? And you should have just tipped the like funny extremely part well about my story. And told, that I and have. told a person about the story to make them feel better. Did you the, tell them? <laughs> Wait, did I tell this girl that I was going to be telling the story? Did you the? The waitress that spilled the drink on you. Did you tell? Oh. Did you tell her? Oh, it's okay. I, I I've did, spilled I, drinks. I'm, a, I'm I, good at it. I think it was just more like, oh, I'm cold. <laughs> Can I? I have to mention this real quick. I hate how perfect some of my stories are because it makes them sound like they didn't happen. Like, it's not that I spilled a drink. It's I spilled two on the same girl on the same day. They were sweet teas. She was in a white dress going to homecoming. It's not that I accidentally hit a person with my car one time. It's I was on my way to the eye doctor when I did it. It's like, I need my (laughs) stories to be less perfect. Yeah, that's true. Um, All right, but anyway, so she took the scanner from you, so she had to pay. Yeah, and so my advice, I think there are a couple ways around this, and help me out if you can think us some more but i think one is you ahead of time you give your card to her and just say hey i want to go ahead like just shortly after you get the meal not even when you're thinking about paying hey I, go ahead and run this on my card because she always tries to pay are there any other solutions you can think of other than i that? like that yeah just give it to her like early all right or the waitress just and you don't have to do it like you don't have to say anything you just hand it to her yeah but you got to trust that she wrote it in right all right. Our audience member, audience has uh, the audience would like to contribute. My suggestion is just get over it and enjoy your free meal. Mm, that's it, yeah. That's gonna be a lot of comments on the show from the women are gonna say, yeah. just enjoy it. 
and don't be prideful about paying for the meal. That's what you're going to get. I'm well, just warning you. I would just like to say the deviled eggs and shrimp tacos were delicious, and I enjoyed them, and I thank Cass very much for them. Now, to help you, because okay. it looks like you're seeking advice on how to yeah. pay earlier. Given and seeking. You need to do a little bit more research on where you go. So we're not going to Chili's that has we're not going to Olive Garden machines. Yeah. We're not going to Olive Garden, um, and maybe I don't know what you can do. If you bring a friend, like so, you have four people, like oh, do a okay. double date or something. I was about to or say even like, three people, which is fine. <laughs> me and Cass are going out. Let me just hit Cody up real quick. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you paying? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I can help you with this. I'll pay for myself. Okay, but you put her on the inside. Oh. She's stuck. She okay, because yeah, then she's on the same side of the she booth can't as do anything. me. But you're going to have to watch her, right? No leaning forward because she'll, like, you know, behind you. That yeah. number. Okay. I think, but you got to plan, you got to be a little bit more smarter. And if you're going to go out to eat and we're going to go through a drive through make sure you're driving because then there's no way you're out of luck. You're, you ain't going to, like, flick your I see, car that's the thing is we're, we're usually in her car, and I do drive a lot in her car. I do drive her around. But you drive her car? Oh, yeah, I drive her car. Yeah. I'm not always a passenger princess. <laughs> Sometimes I'm the driver princess. Sometimes I'm the driver princess. I'm special. <laughs> We've got some questions from y'all today, and we're pulling them off Reddit. First question from today. Where can I purchase anime props slash merch? I have no idea. I can't help them. Can you help them? I know nothing about anime or anime props or merch. You have probably not been helped. Nope. My turn. All right, would it be wrong slash selfish of me not to attend my friend's expensive expensive bachelorette party when I'm the maid of honor? You give me so much crap every time I mispronounce a word. Expensive is not going to be <laughs> lived down easily. <laughs> it's expected by me. I talked in a whole deeper southern accent for like last 15 minutes of an episode that makes because I misspoke. Well, because I think I... Don't worry about it. All right. Would it be wrong or selfish of you to not attend your friend's expensive bachelor party when she's the maid of honor? Now, I will say, and first thing for the guys out there, I didn't know what a maid of honor was until I was part of a bachelor party. It is the female version of the uh, best man. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's wrong or selfish, but I do think it's it's weird. You should make every effort possible to be there. Do like I don't know how it works. Like so. Does the the bride pay for no usually on the, the, party, the groom and the bride are getting paid for by everyone else? Like let's say there's six people going plus the groom, right? It would be we would all pay our share plus one sixth of his share to pay for it. Mm. Yeah, and but they pick it. Who picks it? The bride and the groom pick it. Uh, well, I mean, it's sometimes it's the best man. Usually, it's the best man that's deciding that. Okay. Yeah. That's tough. I think you gotta go. Yeah. I think you're just gonna have to suck it up. I don't know. Well, I'll say this. The one bachelor party I've been to, my buddy Sam, uh, there were six groomsmen. Uh, one of the groomsmen couldn't actually make it. Um, I took his spot at the bachelor party. I wasn't a groomsman, but I had fun in Vegas. There you go. That's what I did. Uh, but, but that doesn't help. But, and it was an understandable thing. He had talked to Sam about it. He was like, hey, I just do not have the money for it. And Sam was cool with it, and dude was still a groomsman, and I was still but one of the people in the audience. But that's a groomsman. That's not like the best man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The best man. I forgot the best man made of honor situation. That does change the dynamic. Like literally, unless it's like I physically cannot be there. Like I just had a death in the family or something. Yeah. You have to be there. I agree. Okay. Let me read this one. Cody's got some context to read, oh so buckle gosh. in, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> he doesn't know how to read. 
Hold on, let me command plus it, make it a little bigger. That's a little advice for y'all. If y'all need to in te increase the text size on the screen, command plus. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I didn't eat cheeses. Cody put a sign up on hey, the wall. In your burps, it's exactly what I said. The burps are not planned. I should say confident. They're not planned. It's like out of nowhere, and you literally sound shocked when you burp it. <laughs> Cody put a picture on the wall of a cheese with a cross line out through Did it. Did you have cheese before this? We're, oh, yeah, there was yeah, cheese in our lunch. I think you might be lactose intolerant. No. We need to test it. One day, no cheese. Next day, all cheese. cheese. <laughs> <laughs> One day, no cheese. Next day, cheesecake, mac and cheese, <laughs> grilled cheese. <laughs> cheese it. I have been getting mixed responses from my family on this one, and I will discuss this with my friend, but I just want to make sure I have my thoughts straight ahead of time to be sure I'm not just speaking from a place of being too frugal. As for me, I have just completed graduate school, graduated in June of this year, and just got my first big girl job. I work in a public school type position, and that being said, starting salary isn't high. I'm fine with this and have already started writing out budget plans. Each month, if I'm careful, I will hopefully be able to save around $300, which is very important to me as I desperately want to save to buy a home. I currently have debt from school and no savings. It was drained during the grad school process as I had planned for it too. On to the situation. I have never been in any weddings before, and I just so happen to be asked to be in two this upcoming year. One is for my cousin, the other is for one of my best pals. To my dismay, to my dismay both brides-to-be's want designation long weekend bachelorette parties. My cousin planned hers first before I even was asked to be in my friend's wedding. I am her maid of honor, and it is far cheaper than what my friend is planning. So, I had already paid for my portion of the Airbnb for my cousins before I found out that I was going to be the maiden honor for my friend. My cousin's party alone was already going to be a bit of a financial blow for me and my savings plans. But then when I found out I was supposed to go on another, even more expensive uh, batch party just 3.5 months later, I was just seeing numbers. Alright, two more paragraphs. Guys. You were almost at the end, y'all. I was not involved in any of the planning process for my friend's bachelorette party. Although, yes, I am the maid of honor. I am just, I just got a big group text maybe two, week, two weeks ago that laid out the plan and details and a price tag. All in all, in all it would be $2,000, probably more, with all the other events they want to do. The Airbnb they want is $1,000 a night, for goodness sakes. I would either spend all my savings on this or gain more credit card debt. Not a fantastic reality. And to top it off, I still need a budget to buy my dress to be in her wedding, fly to her wedding as it is in another state, and pay for my hotel two to three nights the weekend of her wedding. There's another maybe 100 perhaps, even close to $1,000. Instead, I was thinking maybe I need to tell her in person gently that I cannot afford to do this. I thought maybe I should offer that I come out to her place sometime and after the party and have a gross weekend and I'll pay to bring her out to dinner and maybe a spa visit or something to make it up. So sorry if this was long, I am just supposed to go into financial, or am I just supposed to go in financial distress in the name of being a man of honor, suck it up, or am I being reasonable with my concerns about this? All right. Blah, blah, blah. I have several things to say about this. First off, I've said it before. Say it with me, folks. Debt is for dumbasses. <laughs> uh, so first thing, you're not going to use your credit cards to pay for this. You can go ahead and cut those up as long as they're paid off and throw them in the trash. 
you're going to deplete your savings before anything. If you need to, you're going to take a second job working nights, working weekends to pay for this. A couple more things, too. First so of all... So she's going, is what you're saying. She's going. She needs to go in this situation. That needs to be a priority for her. Uh, and here's the thing. One of them costs $2,000. 2000 really, in this context, isn't... Like, it's a lot, but it's not too bad. If but you just for I'm her saying. portion? My portion of Vegas... Uh, not including gambling, or yeah, including gambling money, it was probably around twenty five hundred. Mm. Uh, uh, I got another thing to say, and I, did I already mention that she should uh, use her savings before she even thinks about credit? Yeah, okay. Said be smart. Don't be stupid. Okay, don't use credit. You don't need a credit card or go to a credit union. Okay. Other thing that she says, she got her first big boy job, which is great, and she's in a public school type position. I'm assuming teacher or maybe substitute or school nurse, something like that. And she says, starting salary isn't high. And first thought, this is such a loser attitude to have, okay? There are so many school districts, in every state, there are areas that pay extremely well. You, you might need to move towards one of those areas, and usually the areas that pay well have higher costs of living, so you can go just outside of that and be willing to drive 15, 20, 30 minutes into work. That, that was all my input. I had to get that out of there. But yes, you're going. You should go. You need to go. Part-time job. Part-time job. Working Assuming on you have the summer, you better get a job this summer. Yeah. It's not like you're working, right? No. And you can you could work weekends anyway. Go be a server. Weekends or nights? Yeah. And nice she's, not a, she's not a teacher, so she's probably like a receptionist or something, honestly. Okay. I could say that. So it's not like she's grading papers. No. Do you Just have, go work after. Do you have additional input? Because I have an audience member who's also wanting to jump in. She's welcome to jump in because I am. I read that whole thing. Okay. <laughs> well, you read it. Doesn't mean you gave advice for it. <laughs> you gave it all. This is the woman's perspective right here. Okay. Um. So, hey, I'm Cass. By the way, you've probably heard my name mentioned a couple times, but um, my personal opinion on this would be, just be honest with your friends and communicate that you might not be able to financially support this and if you don't want to go because you don't want to get that extra job and you don't want to go into that credit card debt just talk to them and be like hey here's what I'm going through right now and I don't want to afford it I don't want to go is that a stipulation for me to not be in your wedding because if that is find somebody else to do it because I can't there's a man's advice versus a woman's advice. Communication versus dead is for blank. <laughs> <laughs> See, man, I feel like, man, like, if it's like... The, to me, it's like, like this you got to go, like, you got to figure it out. Right? Yeah, to me, like, this was a question of dollars and cents, not personal relationships more than anything. Was, I need to do this. It's an obligation. Here's how you make it well, happen. Well, I combine both, but I feel like in those situations, you got to figure out how to save some money. So you're saying Sell I'm, stuff. I'm more Dave Ramsey and you're more Dr. John Deloney. <laughs> Yeah, and then I'm, I'm over here and I'm just like, don't worry about the money. Just like, worry about like, don't stress yourself out and trying to make all this money just to make this happen. It's not worth that extra stress to do that. Okay. I agree from that perspective. All right. So I'm standing alone on this one. Oh, I didn't say like I'm going with that. I, I see that side. That's what I'm going to say. No, I, I also see that side. I'm just saying if it was me personally, I'm picking know. up a part-time though. job. I'd be like, really? Like we got to do a thousand dollar a night. Like, mm-hmm. like, this isn't your honeymoon. Like this is your bachelorette party let's go like camping or something <laughs> let's go camp i don't if it was a bachelor party uh, sure we could go yeah, camping girls want to go camping they could um, go glamping they could get a little trailer mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 whatever hunter <All> right. <laughs>
Uh, this is a question that you're probably never going to hear again in your entire life. Is it okay to not have your own clothes? Okay, I'll jump in really quick. So, like, for me, this is not my shirt. It's mine now, <laughs> okay. right? But I didn't buy it. It was my my girlfriend's dad's, like, he was cleaning out his closet. And so he had just a bunch of athletic shirts, and he was like, you oh, want it. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. We all have so, clothes in our closet like that. Most of my clothes, I don't buy clothes. Like, it's either that's my Christmas gifts, that's my birthday gifts, it's clothes. I can't tell you one item I bought myself. This was a gift. These socks, I think about socks. I have no idea. Okay. My underwear, I didn't even buy. I didn't buy my underwear either. They were a Christmas gift because they're the special ball pouch underwear. Ah, mine too. They're yeah. Allie got them for me. Well, I, I think I recommended them to you, and then no, you told Allie. No, it's definitely the other way around. I I've, definitely recommended them to you. Maybe I recommended them to Sam and Blake and Mitchell. One friend recommended them to how, me, and I told all my other how friends. How are they about liking it. them? They're loving it. I asked them about their balls daily. Uh, hey, supported. Yeah. Supported. You're good. Um, so I was thinking about this while you were talking. All my clothes come from one of three places, either. <laughs> Why would that make you laugh? Just go, I'll tell you. Either I bought it in high school, like you go into school shopping when you're in high school in the summer, or it was a Christmas gift, right? Okay. Or I like going to Goodwill to get my clothes. Uh, yeah, I was waiting for something like that. I was like, I just go to the donation bin. I just scratch my hand in there. <laughs> I'm not poor. I go to Goodwill and they're like, you know, a, a pair of pants that would be like 80 bucks is like five. And then so I leave with like, you know, I go like once a year and get like 20, 25 things, you know, for like a hundred bucks. Because I, I feel like clothes are too expensive. They're not worth what they're charging you. Uh, but is it okay to not have your own clothes? Let's get to the context. I've been struggling with a personal issue that I'd like to get some perspective on. I'm a 24-year-old guy, just like us, who has never worked a single day in my life, unlike us. Consequently, I've never had the means to buy my own clothes. Instead, I've been relying on hand-me-downs from my brother or finding decent clothes in dumpsters or second-hand shops. While this approach has kept me clothed, it comes with some downsides. Most of my clothes are not in the best shape, and they don't really match each other in terms of style. As a result, I don't have much variety in my wardrobe. For instance, I even play soccer in worn-out sneakers because it's all I have which has led to a severe overpronation issue. My friends have noticed this, and they're genuinely concerned about my well-being. They've offered to give me some of their old shoes, which are in better condition, but I feel comfortable in my current worn-out clothes, and I'm, not, and, I'm keen, and I'm not keen on accepting their help. However, lately, my friends have been making jokes about my clothes, and it's starting to bother me. I know they mean well, but it's becoming increasingly apparent that my clothing situation is becoming a source of ridicule. That's why I'm here asking for your thoughts. Do you think I should listen to my friends and invest in some brand new clothing? I understand their concerns about my well-being, but there's a certain attachment and comfort in fine, that I find in my old tattered clothes. On the other hand, I also worry that not having proper clothing might be holding me back in some aspects of life. I'd love to hear your opinions and experiences on this matter. Has anyone else faced a similar situation? How did you handle it? Wait... <clears throat> Why is he not working? I don't know. He doesn't ever give a reason. Just he's 24 and has never worked. He might be one of those people that, for some reason, didn't get a job at 16 when he got his license and then just maybe, you know, I'm an idiot that goes into debt in college or maybe a trust fund baby and his parents paid for his college. I don't know. 
Well, he's not a trust fund baby because he doesn't have his own he clothes. Have his own clothes. <laughs> a frugal trust fund baby. <laughs> <laughs> he's wanting to keep a, a keep money trust. in the trust. It was yeah. a small trust. It's 15k. Um, I don't even want to talk about like the clothes situation. I just want to tell this guy to go get a job and. If he's worried about it, just get some, get some clothes himself. Yeah. If your friends are noticing, like, yeah, it's time. It is time. If your friends can notice and say something about your raggedy clothes, like and your over pronation really issue, which is oof, terrible. I don't even know what that means. I'm not sure either. Uh, it it's like a pronoun. It's <laughs> <laughs> no, Cody. That's what Democrats are having an issue with. <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> The viewers go. are dropping. There we go. <laughs> There's a significant dip. It's about half dip right there. <laughs> like two two views on this. Uh, thanks to the audience member, we now know what overpronation is. Overpronation happens when your gait, which is the way you walk or run, eventually causes the arches of your feet to flatten more than they would normally. I'm overpronated. I don't have arches. You should relate to this guy. I'm overpronated. But I have good that, shoes. Shoes are the one thing I shoes. spend a lot of money on. That I, wasn't from your shoes. I have like 20 just, pairs of you shoes. You were just naturally born with... With flat feet. I can feel every like inch of the ground Two water balloons. Just That's a good way to put it. Like a Ziploc bag. A, a Ziploc bag filled with sand. So yeah, that's, uh, that's over pronation. Okay. Huh. Yeah, you're going to have to... Uh, this is my advice. If there's another situation while you're not working, then I apologize. But you need to work. Get a job. And you can buy your own clothes. I mean, how are you living without working? I mean, you say he live with his, lives with his mom or something? Well, he could work for a social media company and then sue them and get a large cash settlement. It works. <laughs> You've been helped. <laughs> what advice would you give your 21-year-old self? Okay, I love that. We're going to spend I'm gonna, some time. I'm going to go ahead and read the... Okay, yeah, go ahead and read the context. I am turning 21 next week and transferring, transferring to a university in a new city. I want to improve my responsibility, my fitness, and my income. I could really use some advice about how to go about making these improvements. It would really help. All right, and so we're not going to actually talk to him about college here because that's just the situation setting it up. He wants to improve three things, responsibility, fitness, and income. Income? Well, you got to work. Yeah, work and while you you're can, in college. You can work full-time and go to school. Yeah, you like I, I have a full-time class schedule coming up in the fall, right? Uh, that means I'm working, or I'm going to school. It's 15 hours, which is five classes, and they're all Tuesdays, Thursdays with one online. So what I'm doing is I'm not working Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Tuesday, Thursday, I'm in school from 9 a.m. to like 3.30 p.m., and I can work on homework in the night. Wednesday is just an all-day school day. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday—that's working time right there. Yep. Yeah, and it doesn't—you know—we're not saying you have to work full time. You know, we're just saying, you know, let's say you can work 25, 30, 35 hours a week. Do it. My personal advice I always give is go be a server. I was just a server at a chain restaurant, and I was making around 30 bucks an hour. Yeah. That's great money for no degree. Yeah. Do that. Mow lawns. You make good Mow money. Mow lawns. That's it. what you, you did. Do it by yourself, but we have an audience member that'd like to contribute. <laughs> okay. Um, you can also become a substitute teacher. We always need substitutes, and you can. Most school districts pay around ninety, a hundred dollars a day just to watch a class, and you get the lesson plans from your, the teachers who left. And you don't need a degree to do this. Important to note. Mm, I like that. Oh. All right, now fitness. 
I mean, okay, well, the good thing about him going to a new college in a new city. He can have a gym. Yeah, every co- even community colleges. I didn't know this for a while about Colin, but every college has a gym mm-hmm. that's free to go to if you're a student. And most of the ones that are actual four-year universities, they are nice. Like the one at A&M Commerce, great. The one at UNT, great. The one at SFA, never got to go to it because of COVID. But I assume it was also great. <laughs> I walked by in the window. <laughs> I walked by. I, I smushed my face against the glass. It was nice. But you got to come up with a routine with your fitness. You can't just go to the gym like, oh, I'm going to start going to the gym. You got to, hey, Monday through Friday, I'm going 6 a.m., I'm there. Yeah. And do it in the morning. Because if you try and do it at night. I disagree. I'm I'm least productive in the morning. Whenever I work okay. out, it's usually in the around the early evening. Do you go every day? Well, n- not since I was in the hospital, but back when I could, I was doing four to five days a week. I'd have a week of four days, a week of five days. Okay. And I, I'd do it every day, sometime around six p.m., six or seven. All right. So for me personally, I struggle if I have to do it in the afternoon because mm-hmm. either work or life gets in the way and I don't end up going or I'm tired. If I just go in the morning and get it over with, there's no excuse. Nothing's going to interrupt it. Okay. All right. That's I can it. respect that. Now, And what it comes down to is set yourself a schedule for it, whether it's early, whether it's late. Right. Yeah. Now, his last part he wanted to improve on was responsibility. So if he is going to university, let's say he's moving into a dorm or an apartment, mm-hmm. I think responsibility is just going to come naturally. Yeah, that's one of those things you either have to figure it out quick or that first semester is going to eat you alive and you're going to finish with a 1.2 GPA. Mm-hmm. So take our advice now and actually learn from it. Don't actually be, let's say, don't be a college student. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you're 21, the college life, like, I mean, I don't know. I didn't go to college and do the whole college scene of like, you know. Well, you are going to be transferring to a four-year college soon. I assume you're going to go I'm out gonna, and party. It's going to be, yeah. Are you going to join a frat? Yeah, I'm in a frat, yeah. <laughs> at UNT? Not at all. I would be an online student. Depending on the type of job you get to, you could get all of that done in one, like, sweep. Like, if it's, like, a server and you have to, like, move around all the time. I mean, it's not great exercise, but it's at least up and moving and not, like, a desk job or something like that. You are getting your steps in. And then um, you get responsibility from getting jobs and things like that, too, so... Depending on what kind of job you get, you could get your exercise. Yeah. I like that. You can, work. you can knock out all three with a job. Just yeah. one job if you do it right. So either being a server, you're moving around, or even a personal trainer. Yeah. That's like, because the hours are kind of like pick your own, kind of weird, because mm-hmm. you're probably going to be good And that's for the you. type of thing, if you want to make money at, you got to work to get yourself clients. And you got to know what you're doing, so that's going to be a responsibility. You got to be fit as well to be a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. I like that. Are you being that's- yeah, uh, that that was a good uh, piece of advice from the audience there, unnamed audience member number five. <laughs> our last question of the day: My partner's high conflict ex is asking about our baby and using their child to spy in our household. They've just got a lot going on. I've never referred to any of my what, exes what? as a high conflict ex. I just stopped talking. Okay, to them. how is the kid getting in the house? Like, are they friends or something? Like, no more friends with little Joey. That's what I say. Well, it's easy fix. Your high, it's your partner. I hate that term, partner, because it sounds like you're in a gay relationship. But your girlfriend or wife or husband or boyfriend, their ex that they had a kid with is coming over, and they're using their household to spy on your child that y'all have together. This is so confusing. Oh, my partner's high conflict ex. Okay, so I'm just gonna put it. My girlfriend's ex is named John. We'll just say that, okay? Is asking about our baby. 
So our baby. The baby that you have. With, with your current partner. With your current one. Current girlfriend. So and partner. using their child, so Tom's kid, the ex's kid, to, to spy, spy in our household. So, so that sounds, kid is coming over to visit on the weekends. Yeah, like a play date. And it's and, and coming back to report on what happened. What's your deal, man? I don't know. I ate cheese. And quit having him over. It's not that hard. I mean, assuming they're... Well, eight, but he probably still wants to have time with his kid. I was say, it's probably like no. a divorced family type situation. And they like have um, like the kid who goes and splits half half and half time with the dad and the new and the new stepmom. Yeah, and like what well, the dad has the weekends mom, with the kids or something. And so like the old mom is getting all the information from the kid about stepmom and dad's life. Oh, oh, that, I'm getting it. That's okay. probably okay. what's happening. Okay. I get it. Am right, I um, bigger issue with this? You, you go ahead. Well no, go ahead. I'm I gonna I just My bigger is issue with this you're just now digesting it. My bigger issue with this before we get to the actual meat of the question. My biggest pet peeve I've had, I've only seen people do it last two or three years, is call the person you're dating or married to your partner. I hate it so much my entire life. The only context of that is a business partner, partner, a business partner or a gay married couple. Because I'm not, I'm never going to refer to Cass as my partner. She's my girl, my girlfriend. She's not my partner. It's, oh, I agree with you. Because you, you, you end up being confused. Are you talking about like if you're a guy, are you talking about your husband, or are you talking about? Or is that just what part, you call your? Is that just girlfriend? what you choose to call her? That's my like partner. just of your own volition. It's my life partner. It's my life partner. All right. Well. All right. Okay. Is it my this turn to read? I think you just have to ignore it. I mean, what is the kid doing? I mean, is he snooping? Is he like going through the files, or is he just I like? I assume he's what's just dad reporting doing? back to the other parent that what's, doesn't live what's there. What's the new girlfriend like? Is that like, yeah? Is that that's what, what I'm thinking. Thing? Yeah. At that point, it's like who cares? Yeah. Or, I mean, there's nothing you can do. Or, I mean, watch not, him. Not make sure he's not like going not, through files. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not just hey, how's you know John's new girlfriend like? It might also be like. Hey, how's John doing? Is he? Does he talk about me? That type of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Or like, do you ever see like him and his new girlfriend? Like, are they like really close? Do they? Ever, do like, they smooch? Are they smooching while they all are? <laughs> while y'all are there? Like, pretend? Is he telling them like pretend like to go to bed and then wake up and check on them and then like report mm. back to like yeah? It's a little weird. All right, I'll read the context. My partner, who in this context may or may not refer to a gay married couple, and I got together a couple years back. We had a rough go of it, mainly, because his ex is high conflict and still in contact with his mom's side of his family. She's caused conflict in our relationship from the very beginning, even to the point of messaging me personally just to throw accusations. She even made it a point to move a couple minutes away from us when she previously lives 20 minutes away, and we never saw her then. For context, we got together long after their relationship died. I'm just the first serious relationship after her. He eventually cut contact with his mom's side entirely and does not even communicate with her directly. Instead, they communicate through her husband because the last direct communication they had, she started trying to flirt with him. After she found out I was pregnant, communication with her directly had already been cut by this point, she tried to call him off of his sister's... She tried to call him off of his sister's phone because she knew he'd be more likely to pick up. Lately, she's been going out of our way to drive past our house. 
multiple times in one day, and that's just the times we've actually seen her. And his son has told us his mom pulls up to the kitchen alone to ask as much as she can about the baby my partner and I have together. She sends their son over to spy and then report back to her after he comes back. What do I do? I'm just tired of feeling like I can't go outside without being watched, and like I can't even exist in my own home. We, can, we can't move just yet because of finances, but we are looking into it. Custody is a 50-50 split between him and his ex. Please so help. Why, why is the lady driving by? The, I mean, there's a simple resolution here. She just sounds like a psychopath. Restraining order. It's that simple. Yeah. I know she someone. Proof, though. I know someone who's going through the process of a divorce right now, and she has a restraining order from her soon-to-be ex-husband. And okay. like, but like, here's also where it gets a little tricky is when you have the kid. Like, coming from a divorced family or divorced parents myself, like, the parents would not do the communicating between each other, and they would try to communicate through the kids. And kids always don't get it right, and so the kids might be saying something, and the then the old ex interprets it a certain way um and then it makes her go even crazier so it's you gotta cut out that middleman communication and do that direct communication with everybody and i know that's not what they want because she does cause a lot of conflict from the sound of this but it's honestly i think the best way to get your whole point across about like stop coming over here and things like that okay that's great advice. Yeah, that and or restraining order, I think, might be the way to go, Cody, unless you have something else to add in there. And I think, like, so let's say you do continue to live in the same place. I don't think moving is going to fix it because mm-hmm. you still got to transfer the child, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Transfer the child is such a weird... It's what it is. Yeah. I mean... Transfer handoffs. Yeah, handoff, yeah. Transfer sounds like you're making a transaction. But you definitely... Yeah, the restraining order, I think, because if she keeps driving back and forth... Now having the kid like report back, I don't think there's anything you can do about it unless you I stop mean, the, hanging the out kid's with your kid. Talk. You're not going to do that. The kid's going to say what he's going to say, and mom's yeah. going to mom's going to make him. I mean, you know, you know how it is. You know how it is. Yeah, eventually that kid will get to the point where they're like, "Hey, she's really just not like not trying to have that relationship. She's really just trying to use me to spy on my or her old family." Mm-hmm. True. Kid will catch up. Kid will. He'll figure it out. Just give it some time. Well. Thank you all for listening. If you enjoyed our advice today and you think someone you know would be interested in our profound and also comedic knowledge, please share the show with them. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok. If you need advice, you can send us a direct message on any of our social media platforms or you can reply to the Q&A section of the episode on Spotify. I'm Cody, and that's Hunter, and that's Cassie, and y'all have been helped.